0: I think the biggest thing we found is that the bi were able to withstand like cooking and freeze-doss uh, rotations. So they weren't separating the two phases that I talked about earlier weren't separating. They were able to go through a grinder and they, were, they performed very well in frozen products.
1: Welcome to MeatsPad. In collaboration with the American Meat Science Association, it's a platform dedicated to share breakthrough knowledge that is accessible to the global meat industry. On each episode, you'll have the opportunity to listen and learn from meat specialists and professionals about the whole meat industry. This podcast is brought to you by the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Ultrasource, equipment and supplies for the meat and food industry. Viscofan collagen casings, the best alternative to animal gut casings for a better taste and sustainable sausage making. EFA, slaughter and meat processing tools. Hello meat folks, welcome back to the Meats Pad podcast. It is your hungry host, Phil Bass. Uh, we are joined today with a, uh, a, a, an up-and-coming leader in the meat business and soon to be joining the meat industry directly, uh, Sarah Bluda.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank Sarah, you.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. So, Sarah, you and I were talking uh, recently about your research, but can, can you go ahead and share that with uh, with the audience?
0: Yeah. So currently right now I'm working on implementing a plant based fat in ground beef and then plant based products. So I'm working with Biphasic gels specifically. It's a very new industry, a very innovative type of work.
1: So tell us about biphasic gels. What does that mean?
0: Yeah, so essentially biphasic gel, right? Bi meaning there's two phases. Um, a lot of work previously has been done by Shai Barba up at Guelph. He does a lot of work with oleo gels, which is basically taking out some type of wax and then incorporating it into an oil to make it a little bit harder. And they typically use a unsaturated oil and essentially, to potentially give like a better fatty acid profile than say like a beef fat that may have a little bit more saturated fats. So, um, but a biphasic gel incorporates a hydrogel, which is like a Jello, and then an oleogel, which is what I just talked about previously, is what they do at the University of Guelph. And so, we homogenize these two phases together to basically make this semi-solid um, fat mimicker and it has like a good um, fatty acid profile and it's able to withstand like grinding mechanical action in the meat, like in the processing room.
1: Okay, so so let's talk w- uh, about the reason why we're looking into this research. Why is this important for our audience to know?
0: So I think a big thing right now is a lot of consumers are hearing on media and like some other uh, platforms that meat is not good for you, right? Saturated fats are bad and so A lot of times people are like, okay, it's associated with cardiovascular disease and stroke, which it is. However, something like people need to be conscious of is meat is a really good source of multiple types of nutrients that we can't get from just eating plants. So like you have your heme iron, you have zinc, like all these really great minerals and um, just like things that you can take and just absorb in your body. And so um, for us, we are thinking, well, how can we potentially uh, like – try to help people, um, or I guess like community beef products specifically, maybe have like a better fatty acid profile, but still have the potential to have heme iron zinc, um, you know, get a great amount of protein. And so, um, we decided to do this in a coarse ground sausage previously and it worked. And then this year I implemented in burger patties.
1: Okay. What'd you find?
0: Well, I think that right now, there's a lot still to be learned um, going forth. I think the biggest thing we found is that the bijels were able to withstand like cooking and freeze uh rotations. So they weren't separating the two phases that I talked about earlier weren't separating. They were able to go through a grinder and they, were, they performed very well in frozen products. Um, people weren't as um, hesitant. However, in fresh products, we noticed that there was a little bit of a hesitancy because it is foreign, right? It does not look like a beef patty. Um, the bi are pretty opaque. They're pretty white. And so I think there's a lot of hesitancy with it. But um, with the fatty acid profiles, the bi is gonna have a lot of oleic acid and so. Oh. Yeah. Much more than is in traditional beef, which is quite a bit. It's half of the fatty acid profile currently, but it's an e- even more increase.
1: Well, let's let's remind the listeners that oleic acid actually have really good fats, monounsaturated, tastes really good as well. Okay. And so you're able to actually incorporate a little bit more of this into a... A meat patty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like the big thing I think that people get are like, oh, we need to reduce fat. And when you do that, you reduce your low density lipoproteins, which is like bad cholesterol. But then you also reduce the high density lipoproteins, which is the good cholesterol. That's the stuff that helps clear out your arteries, clears everything out, moves plaque through. And so when you completely cut beef out, you're not getting that high density lipoprotein that can potentially you know, help you later down the road. So yeah, it's just about communication and education. And um, yeah, I think the gels, the biggest thing with the gels though, fat is flavor. Yeah. And so when you put the gels in there, the flavor is a little different but if someone is really really wanting to opt for a healthier option it's a greater option so
1: and and it can also it, it could also be considered almost an enhancement to to yes. to the meat product coming from this plant based surprisingly plant based source yeah okay um you mentioned flavor have you compared them to traditional beef or meat meat patties?
0: Yes, we have, yeah. Um, the sensory panelists always go for the fresh beef, right? Okay. <laughs> it's beef. <laughs> Who doesn't love beef?
1: It's hard to, it's hard to beat the original, right? <laughs> um,
0: but I think, you know, and we talk about the standard identity of ground beef. You're not technically supposed to add anything to it. So um, for this specific product, we just applied, um, we did like very lean trimmed, um, like semimembranosus, bottom rounds, um, biceps more. So in the round, very lean so cuts. So round cuts. Yeah, yeah very mm-hmm. lean cuts. And then we applied this gel with like no seasonings or anything. So technically it could, like if we were to potentially label this as like a burger patty, we could add additional seasonings to help. But if you were just doing it straight um, ground beef in by gel, you would definitely have off flavors or just not that great beefy flavor that we all love in our hamburgers. Since 1883, Ultrasource has been a trusted supplier to the food industry. Ultrasource provides superior kill floor, processing, packaging, and labeling equipment and operational supplies.
1: Well, and you know, so so there are a lot of, of ground beef is sold as traditional ground beef. Nothing added. just It's just straight up ground beef. But then there are definitely a lot of opportunities out there um, for our listeners to, to understand that we, we do sell a lot of mixed patties and with with added ingredients to just enhance the flavoring that's there and you're saying if we can do that enhancement if we can bring in some additional ingredients then that might be able to overcome any um uh, slightly less than desirable flavors that have already been that that have been brought about by this
0: yeah and it wouldn't be anything it would just be like basic seasoning so salt pepper garlic onion nothing that you wouldn't find in your traditional household so
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and and a lot of, uh, you know, institutional dining uh, prepared Patties for um, for uh, commissaries and 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 even even traditional restaurants. They'll they'll get these prepared patties that um, already have those ingredients in, in incorporated. And this is kind of that enhancement. I mean, think think about again institutional dining for maybe government purchases where we're feeding uh, military personnel, where we're feeding um, uh, folks in uh, in in school systems, where this could be very beneficial to their diet and to their to their overall health.
0: Yeah, and what's even cooler is, if you think about it, right, this is a very innovative new application right now. It has only been applied in various products. Certain, uh, the biogels can be formulated in various ways. And so a lot of people talk about the fortifying or the nutritionally enhancing the gels even more. Okay. So for like adding vitamin A a fat soluble vitamin to maybe go into the oil or maybe adding lutein, which is like really great for like eye health. And so, just some of those different things that we might not be eating every day, you know, we could implement into this bi-gel that would also just be incorporated with the heme iron, the zinc, and all the other great nutrients that you get from lean beef.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, so, from a from a practical commercial standpoint, are these biogels are they available? Are they easy to make?
0: Yeah, we've talked about it a lot in our lab. You know, how would we do this? You know, what's our imaginary processing um, of the gels? For us, we think it would be a continuous system. So. So the two gels have to be at a certain temperature to gel correctly um, and so it would be we think a continuous system and then from there they would both emerge into like a pipeline kind of thing and be homogenized very fast and then it'd be pushing it out slow
1: so it'd be co-extruded almost then yeah. yeah okay
0: so a very cool application you could do a batch but I think the batch would just take a lot longer and it wouldn't be a feasible operation yeah
1: well, so sounds like this is still a rather innovative process. Is still some development that needs to occur so that we can um, take it to the next level, as you say. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I'm kind of excited about this. I, I never thought I'd be excited about plant ingredients being incorporated into, into ground beef. But um, sounds like a great opportunity, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It is really cool. It's amazing when you look at the history of biphasic gels. Initially, they were used in pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. So, like when we would take like a pill, um, they would like encapsulate like, like I said earlier, like some type of nutrient or like some type of medication. And now we're taking it. We're applying it to the meat industry, and yeah. I think it's just really innovative. Well,
1: and I'm glad you said that because that that just makes it it it's a it's a little less scary for those who are are nervous about new things because. Sounds like it's been around for a long time, this technology.
0: Yeah, it's been around for about a decade and a lot of people use it um, in the pharmacy. Like it's very well known in the pharmacy um, mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. And so the fact that we're dipping into different industries to innovate our own, it's we're going to ultimately end up with the best product possible for consumers yeah. with nutrition like right at its uh, threshold. Now, in regards to like price, you're going to pay more i think in regards to like getting the extra nutritional enhancement
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah it's a great opportunity well
1: and I, I would imagine that that price question could be mitigated pretty easy once you get to a larger industrial scale so
0: yeah when you start looking at least cost formulations mm-hmm. and trying to get best resources possible i think it'd be really feasible
1: oh i love that that sounds like so much fun so um so Tell us a little bit about yourself. We like to always ask our guests. How did you get to where you are right now, and 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 what drew you to the meat sciences?
0: Yes. So I grew up in Hallettsville, Texas, Mm -hmm. and I showed commercial cattle. A lot of calf, uh, cow, calf um, showing showed a lot of pairs, Um, and I was like going to go to college and be a beef cattle nutritionist. That was my goal.
1: How's that going? (laughs) (laughs) Took a different path. Took a different
0: route. It's so funny because I took, I did my undergrad at Texas A&M University and I did, I took a feeds class um, and I just did not care for feeds. But then I took my processed meats class, which was basically the same thing if you think about it, you know, just formulating different things and I loved it. So I just drew into processed meats and I drew into the fresh meats and just um, what the meat industry can do for a community. And I see direct impacts. I think, like, that's the coolest thing is good food and good company can really, really, really be the heart and soul of someone's, like, happy lifestyle. And so I love seeing that. And so I took the jump, and I moved to Iowa State, and I continued my education more focused on processed meats and value-added meats and got really involved in the industry. I judged meats. I did Quiz Bowl. I was really involved in AMSA, um, did some leadership in that. And so... Yeah, it was. It's been awesome. I love where I'm at. Wouldn't change it for the world.
1: Well, I'm excited to see where this all takes you. Um, you're heading out into industry, which is really cool. Um, you're gonna make some big impact out there, and uh, let's connect again because this is this was really cool. This was uh, um, some some really um, interesting, innovative ideas coming out of out of Iowa State. Um, But then, uh, you know, we'll see where this takes us, but uh, where it takes you as well.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much
1: for having me. Thanks for coming.